0: There is nothing you can do You're faithful and you're true Oh all the songs make a little end
1: him With long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. Amen. Amen. Awesome. <laughs> Amen. Say a verse. Amen. Ryan. Amen. Lion
2: has a verse. <laughs> Say it. Genesis.
3: Genesis God and Amen. Amen.
0: amen good job zion. amen 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 that was welcome program
2: in jesus name
0: amen, amen 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 that was very powerful Grayland and zion be blessed be blessed father in the mighty name of jesus i can come right now to pray for everyone who has joined and everyone that will be blessed through what is going to be spoken about today lord i pray that you just be with them i pray that you just um as Grayland said in Psalms, anyone be with them in times of trouble and just be their shield and the buckler lord i pray that you work in their lives, you just help them and everything that they're struggling with. In Jesus name, I pray. Amen. 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 Welcome to living effectively for this is the victory which has overcome the world. Even our faith has said in First John 5, 4, every Saturday from one to two. And um, I just want you guys to be blessed. I want you guys just to um, prepare yourselves for what we are about to hear. Amen. 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 To um now introduce the speaker for today, which will be Evangelist Emmanuel Ugutu.
4: Thank you. I greet you all in Jesus' name. Praise the name of Jesus. Amen. Oh, can you all hear me? Yeah. Yes, sir.
2: Yes, <laughs> yes. sir. Yes. Yeah. Amen. 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 Oh. Loud and clear.
4: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me again. Uh to to come and, and share the word of God with you. It's always a privilege. Uh, I always like to start by saying, even tonight, even even in this sanctuary, Jesus remains King. Uh, Jesus remains Lord. Jesus remains the Savior, and it is Him alone that we are preaching, and Him alone that we are lifting up, even in this platform, in Jesus' name. Make no mistake: before Zoom existed, or Google, or Microsoft jesus already was existing praise the name of jesus and so 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 no power can stand his power no evil can withstand him his name is so powerful that just at the mention of his name every knee bows and every tongue confesses that he is lord and so we we thank you jesus for your presence that is together with us here and we honor you and crown you Christ and Lord again. Not the first time, but another time, Oh God. We worship you and ask that you speak to us through your word. This is our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Today, we are going to speak about, uh, we, have been, we have been walking through a series of several parables. And I'm glad uh, for the privilege that I was given by my friend, and brother in the Lord, Pastor Reverend uh, 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 John Jeru and his wife Joyce to come and speak again on this parable. I'm going to share my screen. Sometimes when I share my screen, my Zoom misbehaves, So bear with me. And if you could see my screen, you, you could either type in the chat or say, we'll see it. This is going to be very quick. And it's going to be interactive, so I'm not going to just be talking and talking through it. I'm going to be pausing and asking questions. Some of the slides I'm going to share are blank, and and I've done that intentionally so that we could complete it um, when we have the time. So, uh, all right, yeah. Here, can you see it? Yes, yes, yes.
3: Sir.
0: yes, sir.
4: Thank you. Thank you. Now Zoom is starting to misbehave. <laughs> yeah, but okay. But I'll go on. Yeah. So uh if there is something that is that is typed on the chat, I want somebody to moderate the chat and tell me because I can't see the chat now. Um, all right. So um And I'm with my son, Benjamin, is in the other room. So, but yeah. So, um, we are going to talk about the parable of the wits and the weeds. So, the wits and weeds. And what again? What
3: else?
4: (laughs) And men. So, wits, weeds, and men. That is how I titled it. And the key verse we are reading today is going to be, Matthew chapter 13 verse 24 uh, to 30 and we are gonna we are not gonna read it at once we are going to read as we go on so bear with me as I pull the names of those people who are reading I would like first of all Larry to to start with us in verse 24 of Matthew 13 to 28
1: Okay, Matthew thirteen twenty four to 28 says, Jesus told them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like a man who sowed good seed in his field. But while everyone was sleeping, his enemy came and sowed seeds among the wheat and went away. When the wheat sprouted and formed heads, then the wheat also appeared. The owner's servants came to him and said, sir, didn't you sow good seeds in your field? Then where did the weeds come from? An enemy did this,
4: he replied. The servants asked him, do you want us to go and pull them up? Thank you. Very profound and very powerful. This parable reminds me, and please, I want to give you a story, but please don't laugh at me. uh." When I was in high school, maybe, maybe I've told Pastor Dennis this story once. When I was in high school, I did a subject called agriculture. Oh, yes, and I know the kids in America don't don't know what agriculture is. So I did a, a subject in high school, which was called agriculture, and that was the subject that I did. I, I failed it, actually. I failed it, and I failed it miserably. Uh so part of the practical of agriculture well, we were supposed to 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 uh to tend a garden sort of like like a like a, a, an example garden and we were supposed to grow something on that garden so the year that i did my 12th grade uh we were growing peanuts so peanuts and why i don't like them are the only nuts that grow in the ground, all other nuts grow out of the ground, and so um, so, I, so, so so I started well I, I, I put my garden well just like others, and I, I I tended it for a while. Then I think I got occupied by some other things and, and also I was dealing with health issues those times, and so on and so forth. So by the time it reached the harvest I will show you how my garden looked looked like when the harvest came Now uh I will ask uh, the second person CJ read verse 29 and 30 of Matthew 13
1: Matthew 13
4: Yeah oh. 13. Verse 29 and 30.
1: Verse 29 and 30. But he said, No less while you gather up tares, you also uproot the weep with him. Let both grow together until the harvest, and at the time of the harvest, I We'll say to the reapers, first gra- gathered together the tears behind him in the bundles to burn them. But gather the wheat in my barn.
4: Hallelujah. But gather, first gather together the tares or the weeds and bind them into bundles. Burn them. Gather, bind uh, in, into bundles and burn them. And then gather the wheat into my bundles. That's powerful. Now question is what are weeds So and I don't want you to give me the colonial meaning of weeds because the colonial meaning of weed means something different an illegal drug but the real meaning of weeds as used biblically and as used scientifically is plants so there are two meanings here you could assign several meanings but the two that I find very interesting number 1 is plants that are growing where they are not wanted what does that what does that mean can somebody tell me plants that grow where they are not wanted can somebody tell me what that means anybody just Um, unmute and speak yeah
0: i feel like they may be like a nuisance because you don't want them there
4: i like I like the word that, that 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 that's calvin right
0: yes, 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 yes,
4: I like the word you have used a nuisance, yeah, so it so so plants growing where they are not wanted, it means if rice the the plant rice is growing in a farm that is full of oil palm oil plants, then automatically it is regarded as a weed, it is a nuisance, it was supposed to be growing there, so. So you could say, because it is food, you can eat it, yes, but it is still a weed. So it doesn't matter, what the, the characteristic of a plant doesn't matter. The model of a plant doesn't matter. The type of a plant doesn't matter. As long as it is where it is not supposed to be, it is regarded as a weed. And secondly, which is most important, plants that a farmer did not sow. And the second meaning is what Jesus is likely ascribing to this parable: plants that a farmer did not sow. So I told you um, uh, that, uh, uh, that 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 uh, about my farm, and I'm going to show you in a, in a couple of minutes how my farm looked like, my garden looked like after when the time came for assessment. But some characteristics of weeds, uh, I want you to. I want to engage us. Uh, what do you think are characteristics of weed now that we have, def- we, have, we, have, we have highlighted and isolated the definition? Plants that the farmer did not sow. That is for the purposes of our message today, that is what we are going to focus on. Plants that a farmer did not sow. So having that definition in mind, then the question is, what are some of the characteristics then of a weed? Anybody if if it is a plant that the farmer did not sow, what do you think? What does it mean about that plant? So so what, what are some of the what can you ascribe as some of the characteristics of such a plant? Useless. Yes, useless. I like that <laughs> that, that, that definition. In other words, it's has, it has no importance. Another 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 characteristics.
1: Unwanted.
4: Stubborn. Sorry? Stubborn. Stubborn, yeah, that's great. I like that that, uh, adjective too. They are stubborn. Another one? Unwanted. Unwanted. That's great. I like that too. So you will see that as we continue, when we talk about weeds, you will begin to realize that it doesn't just talk about plants. Plants are symbolic. They are using plants symbolically. It could mean a system. It could mean a person. It could mean a thing. So it's, it's big. It, could, it could mean a behavior. So it's pla- the, 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 the meaning ascribed in the parable by Jesus is, is just symbolic. And as we, got, as we continue to talk and discuss, it becomes very real. Uh, thank you for all those. So some of the characteristics of weeds is, number one, they are aggressive persistence in trampling in other words they want to remove the energy they want to suck the to take the place of the of the correct of the right plant in this parable we are talking about the wheat they want to take the place of wheat they they, they are trying to 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 push the wheat outside and so number one they are aggressive they are persistent they want to kill the the plant the people who have been farmers especially many of us who come from farming areas in Kenya or who practiced farm farming when they were young will agree with me that as long as there is weed and it is left unwanted, the likelihood of a plant dying is higher and it continues to rise as the weed grows. Now, number one, the characteristics of a weed, they are aggressive. Number two, they are adaptive. Some of them, not all of them, but some weeds are adaptive. They They, they want to adapt to the to the conditions and the style of the growth of the correct crop. They mimic, in other words, they mimic the, 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 the crop itself and want to grow with it. And Jesus is saying this very clearly and very powerfully about about it when, when he describes and says, when when, when, uh, when uh, the, the, the servants say, uh, tell the farmer, can we remove them? And then the farmer says, no. Why does the farmer say no? Because the farmer has seen. The farmer does not only have the insight of what a characteristic of, the we- of, of weeds are, the farmer has the foresight that if you remove the weed, you are likely going to remove the good crop. And the farmer says, stay, don't remove them. The third characteristic is they are active. They, they know how to survive in any type of soil. Weed can sprout from anywhere. Even in my back, backyard today, we, we did, a, we did a, what do you call, mowing a couple of days, maybe weeks ago, I don't remember. But now there's a lot of weeds. I, we, I didn't grow them. Nobody grew them. They just sprouted from anywhere. And, whenever, and even if you walk on the sidewalks, you will see a lot of weeds. If they are not tended, they tend to grow. Um, and so they are, the, the weeds are aggressive, they are adaptive, and they are active. But there's something that I want us to know. I want us to know that because we have the farmer and the farmer is Christ Jesus, we, the weeds will not, the end of the weed is known. The end of the weed is, is destruction. Destruction here to mean Jesus said, uh, gather them, bundle them and burn them. So, 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 so we'll see as we continue that there is a, a target outcome for what should happen to the weed and a target outcome for what should happen to the wheat. Let me move to the next slide. So I'm going to show you how my, a little bit how my farm looked like, my garden looked like uh, when, when I was doing agriculture those years. And this is how it looked like. That is how it looked. And <laughs> I think I only managed to harvest maybe one kilogram tin of peanuts. <laughs> <laughs> and as a result of that, wow. I, I did not pass agriculture and I did not like agriculture and I don't like doing farming, especially farming that involves planting. I can do another type of farming, like keeping chickens, that's fine. But planting is not the best. So don't laugh at me. Uh, that, those were the days of those lives but failure remember failure does not define failure does not define your outcome so god directed I, me to right what I, god directed me to what i do best and what i know best and that is accounting so so yeah so um so so so, so the fa- so this is just an image that shows how weeds look like. I know many kids who are born in America don't know don't 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 really see a lot about weeds and farms. But if you go to farms, and and even if you you visit, uh, for, for many of us come from Kenya, if we visit Kenya, uh, we, are go- we are we are likely going to see farms that have got weeds, and that is why farmers they are always on their toes to make sure that they keep weeds away. We are going to listen to. Uh, We're going to play a youtube video up it plays
5: god always has a plan for each one of us as the book of jeremiah tells us he always has plans to prosper us as i told you earlier the kingdom of god is within us and when we look up to jesus as lord and obey him it grows within us but there are many areas of our life which still need the touch of god
1: why doesn't god touch those areas then
5: well that is because we are not ready to surrender them to jesus but god is always patiently waiting for us to do that the parable of the wheat and the weeds which i'm going to tell you now has a beautiful message for all of us wow one day jesus was preaching from a boat to a large crowd of people he was teaching them about the kingdom of heaven so he told them a parable the kingdom of heaven is like this There once lived a farmer who was a very good person. As usual, one day before the disciples asked Jesus when they were alone with him. His disciples came to Jesus and said, Tell us what the parable about the weeds in the field means. Jesus answered, In the story, the man who sowed the good seed is the son of man. The field is the world. The good seed is the people who belong to the kingdom the weeds are supposed to be the people who belong to the evil one and the enemy who sowed the weeds is the devil the harvest is the end of the age and the harvest workers are angels the so weeds are gathered up and burned in the fire so that but to outgrow him and bring forth a harvest of goodness for in reality With the right ambience, an individual wheat plant can produce multiple stalks of wheat and thus hamper the growth of the darnel or weeds. Wow!
0: Does it mean that by continuing to do good in the face of persecution, we can even inspire the persecutor to stop his evil ways?
5: Wow! Yes, Joshua! When someone does bad to you and you repay evil with good, then you can even win over your enemy.
3: Wow!
5: The farmer waits for the harvest time because wheat and darnel can be identified only when the crop matures. As Jesus says in the Gospels, you will know the tree by its fruit. Remember the fruit of the darnel can never eat. The deception of the enemy is never hidden from God.
1: Then let us pray to Jesus and ask him the grace to help us to always bear good
4: fruit. I'll try and play it again if time allows before the end of the, of the message. So I, I'll try and share it and, and, and play it again. So yeah, so, um, to continue then, the, that, that video was just about the, the, yes. Yeah, so, so the parable talks about several things. And, and before we move there, uh, before we, we go there, just want to highlight that, like Jesus say, like, like Jesus was describing the parable, telling his disciples, let this, grow together when he described the parable the servants are asking the farmer let this grow together so there is the there is the farmer then there is this the servants there is the weeds there is the wheat and then there is the, uh, the 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 servants who come together and then there is men and i want to focus on a few of those so i want to ask a question uh in the next slide what do this mean or symbolize to you from that parable. The first one, the man, the farmer. What does the farmer mean from this scripture or this parable? Who is the farmer? Us. Us. Anybody else? Jesus. Jesus. That's a great point. Uh, the farmer is actually Jesus or God. That's a the farmer. Then the wheat. Who is the wheat? And uh-huh. then we... The wheat is, the wheat is us. 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 And who are the men? Who are the men? The field. Great point. Falling. Falling. So, so angels. angels. What, do what do you think? All right, we'll come back to that here. So then the next one, the servants, the enemy. So the farmer is, the farmer is Jesus. The wheat are the good people, people who know God. The men... Are us. So the Bible says, when men slept. So what does that mean? We will see in a minute what what mean. Because the men slept, and then the enemy came to saw. But then the servants come. Uh, uh, the, I mean, the Bible says that then the servants come and tell Jesus, "What shall we do?" So remember, there is. Uh, the, I mean, the servants tell the farmer, "What shall we do?" So remember, there is three categories of good people so the servants are the, the ministers of the word the ministers of god the people god has elevated to minister the men are the people that god has elevated to prayer people who can pray people who are supposed to watch the wheat are the good people so the wheat the men are the servants all serve in the same category They're in the same category It's just a part of those are ministers others are prayers And others are the good people, and then who is the enemy? The enemy is the devil. The enemy is the devil. Now, now now, now that we have made that distinction, then what about weeds? What are weeds? Like I said before, weeds symbolizes anything. Weeds, so the question for us is: what are weeds? What do you think? weeds are like i said before they could be systems they could be bad they could be people with bad influence they could be they could be ideologies or they could be things that's not that do not please god they could be it could be a thing a weed could be a person a thing an idea an event so make no mistake The purpose of the weed is to destroy the wheat. And who plants the weed? Who plants the weed? The enemy. And who is the enemy? Anyone who is the enemy? Satan. Satan, the devil. He is the enemy, the liar, the one who was conquered by Jesus. So here are the farmer's instructions. They are very specific. Let them grow together. Let them grow together. Don't, is telling the servants, don't let, don't, don't pull the, don't pull the weeds. Because if you pull the weeds, you will, you will destroy the good crops. Why? Because the farmer is the one, the, the farmer's role is to make sure that the good crop is not destroyed. The servant's role is to make sure that they watch As the weeds grow, as as the good crop grow, they watch the weed, they, they watch the good crop and make sure that the weed does not destroy the crop. Even though the farmer has said, let them grow together. Why? What does that mean? That means that then the servants ought to pray. Let them grow together. That means prayerful watching. And that is why I submitted to us that we have been called to be people who are supposed to pray for one another because the enemy is intent on planting weeds in our, in our people, in our children, in our midst, in our friends, in our lives so that we cannot remember or we cannot follow God. But thank God for the farmer. Thank God for Jesus because in him we are able To overcome every weed that the enemy tries to plant or enemy tries to bring our way. I will ask Anna to read Matthew 7, 1 to 2. Matthew 7, 1 to 2. So anybody can read it if Anna is not on the line. Benjamin, are you there? Matthew 7, 1 to 2.
0: Matthew 7, 1 to 2. Mm -hmm. It says, judge not that you be not judged. For with, ju- with what judgment you judge, you will be judged. And with the measure you use, it will be measured back to you. Amen.
4: Amen. So we are going to see in a minute why I brought up that scripture of judge not. So the second instruction that the farmer gave, the first instruction was, let them grow together. That is prayerful watch. The second instruction the farmer gave is wait for the harvest. Wait for the day of the harvest. In other words, be patient. Harvest signifies patience. So wait for the harvest. Waiting. Remember Jesus said, watch and pray, lest you not fall into temptation. Wait for the harvest because the harvest is coming. The harvest symbolizes the day of judgment. And that's verse 29. then finally says, gather the tears first and burn them. It means parade them. Make them prominent so that we can see the weeds. Tears, another word for, another version of the Bible uses tears, tears, but it's the same weeds. So gather the weeds first and burn them. So the fate of the weed is fire. The fate of the weed is destruction. The fate of the weed is death. And it is death with no remorse, with no recourse. So gather the tears first and, or the weeds first and burn them. And then, then the wheat into the, into the barn. So package them. God, Jesus' intent is to present us package to God, a holy vessel, a people who are, who have been, who have been, who have been uh, forgiven their sins. Guilt has been removed. Salvation has been made our portion. Uh, And, 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 and every weed has been paraded and destroyed. And destroyed with finality in Jesus name. So the three key lessons that we learn here. Number one. Yes, we have weeds and we have tears. One lesson that we learn here that God was showing me is we should not judge others because we, we are for, we, we, nobody is perfect. Only Jesus is perfect. And Jesus is using this parable to make us know that as long as we live on this world we will always have weeds in our midst they could be people some of them could be our friends that we live that we go to school with some of them there could be our people our friends that we our colleagues that we work with some of them are people that we look up to not 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 in the spiritual world but in the secular world so We should not judge them. And that is why the Bible says, judge not others that you will not be judged. The second lesson that we learn here is, we are sinners yet forgiven. Remember, the Bible says, when men slept, the enemy came and planted the weeds. How many times have we slept and the enemy planted the weed? So I pray that we will be the people who know that we sinners yet forgiven and forgiven, yet prone to sin, that when we were yet sinners, Jesus died on the cross for us. Dylan, read for us Romans 7, 14, and 15.
0: We know that the law is spiritual, but I am unspiritual,
1: sold as a slave to sin. I do not understand what I do, for what I do, I do not do, but what I hate, I do.
4: Amen. Paul says we know that the law, we we are subject to the law. But the law is not the one that works us righteous. And then he says, oh, poor me. I don't understand why I do what I do. Because what I do, I don't want to do. And what I don't want to do is what I do. Paul presents an epitome of our nature. That we are sinners. Sometimes we have weeds within us. And it is the responsibility of us not to sleep. But to keep prayerful watch so that God may help us when the time of harvest come, all weeds have been removed. When we keep watching and praying, the weeds of anger in our lives, they get removed. The weeds of lying, they get removed. The weeds of of bad addiction, they get removed. The weeds of bad influence, they get removed. Remember, I say weeds can be a people, a thing, a character, a behavior so our prayer is that just like Paul we will be we will do what, what the what the parable says we do let them wait for the harvest wait for the harvest gather and wait for the harvest pray and be patient and always make sure that we follow the word of God so that we may be able to overcome read for us Isaiah 6 Isaiah 11 7 to 9 uh, Solomon
1: Okay, the cow will feed with the bear. The young will lie down together and and the lion will each draw like the ox. The infant will play near the hole of the cobra and the young, and the young of the child put his hand into the viper's nest. They'll neither harm nor destroy on all my holy mountain for the earth will be full
4: of of the knowledge of the Lord as the water covers the sea. Amen. That is a powerful scripture. If you start from verse 6, it talks about the wolf and the lamb. The young kids shall lie together, the lion shall eat straw like the ox, and the suckling child shall play on the hole of the asp or the snake, and the wind child shall put his hand on the coca tree's den. They shall not hurt or destroy in all my holy mountain when the time when the weeds is gathered and destroyed when god brings everything together we 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 learn this this portion of the scripture shows us that that time will come when we shall be able there will be no weeds no tears it shall only be wheat and wheat that have been gathered with different and diverse backgrounds some of them uh, 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 backgrounds That was not very good. Some of them backgrounds of crime. Some of them background of alcoholism. But when that day come. I've been gathered. We have been gathered. And we are walking together. For all the world shall be filled. With the knowledge of the glory of God. As the waters cover the sea. Remember. uh, 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 My friends. My brothers and sisters. Boys and girls. That the harvest is coming. And then Matthew seven fifteen. Finally, I will ask uh, Leon to read Matthew seven fifteen.
0: Be aware of false
2: prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing,
1: but inwardly they are ravenous wolves.
4: Amen, amen. Beware Be of well. those who come in sheep's clothing. So that is the enemy. Who comes to plant tares or plant weeds? Bible says beware. And how can we beware? We can beware by prayerful watching and being patient and being and and, 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 and and making prominent the things that are not pleased God, and being able to then finally package ourselves in holiness, in righteousness, in doing things that please God to the glory of his name now the question that i want to leave for us today and and get when i need you to take a pen and paper we are not going to answer this today in the instance of time what tears what tears rather and weeds do we have or do we encounter in our lives in our schools in our work there could be people there could be systems there could be behaviors there could be addictions what are those things list them down and then the final thing I want to talk about is, as a takeaway, when I look at this portion of the scripture, this is what the farmer told the servants. And this is what I want to encourage us when we encounter tears among the, or the weeds as we walk this journey of faith. The farmer said, or the farmer told them, when the, I mean, the servants told the farmer, we have seen weeds. So number one, identify the weeds prayerfully. Let's identify the weeds, whether they are in our lives, whether they are in our homes, whether they are in our schools, whether there is in our, they are in our churches, in all our interaction and workplaces. Let's identify the weeds prayerfully. When we pray, God will point us to things that do not please Him. God will point us to the, to think, to places where we should not go to. And those symbolize the weed. So number one key takeaway, identify the weeds prayerfully. You can only identify them by prayer. It is not by internet. It is not by technology. It is not by video games. It is by prayer. The second thing is isolate them carefully. The farmer said, do not remove the weeds. Let them grow together. Isolate them carefully. Once you identify the weeds, isolate them carefully so that we do not destroy the weeds. Let's not destroy the good ones that God has brought our way. And that is why I read the scripture about let's not judge others. So let's be careful by isolating the weeds carefully. It is, ve- sometimes it's very like what I showed you the picture I showed you sometimes it's hard to tell what is the true wheat and what is the true weed so you need to isolate them carefully and then finally instill the farmer's guidance patiently the farmer said ki- identify i mean uh, the farmer said let them grow together and when the day comes gather them gather them follow what the farmer says psalm 32:8 says I am the Lord. I'm going to give you the instruction on which way you should follow. So let's follow them. Uh, Let's, let's, let's follow the farmers' guidance. Let's follow the word of God. The word of God will guide us. It's a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. And we shall see the Lord give us victory. And then finally, invigorate God's grace lovingly. Why? Once you have identified the tears, the, the weeds, there could be people who are suffering who are struggling show them love embrace them for by doing that who knows you are likely to change them but if you cannot change them present them to God in prayer as as we have as we have said prayer is critical in making sure that we isolate the weeds and the tears and we 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 follow God's instruction and we show love even to those that are unlovable. And that is the end of my message. I'm sorry, I was not able to play the video, but I will share it with you. I will ask Pastor Joyce to share it on, on even on uh, on the Living Effectively WhatsApp group so that everybody can hear it in Jesus' name. Thank you for having me. May God bless you. Back to you, programmer.
0: Amen. Amen. What a powerful word. Thank you so much, Evangelist Ogutu. Oh, my goodness, kids and, and everyone that is listening, this is just a word changing and we need to put it into practice. One tech that I have um, gotten from this preaching today is that we are not perfect. Nobody is perfect. And that is what I was actually sharing, um, I think, this week with my husband on Monday. And I was telling him, uh, the way we are so quick to judge one another and to give up on one another so quick. And the Lord was strongly speaking to me about this, that we should not be quick to to give up on each other, give up on relationships, because even you yourself, it is just by the grace of God that um, you're still standing. So thank you so much, uh, Evangelist Emmanuel. That was so, so powerful.
2: Yeah, I want to take this opportunity to thank. Thank you so much. We appreciate the run-ups, the third run-ups, the NJS, Okero family being the second, and of course the band. May God bless you for winning for this week. I just want, I mean for today, I just want to take this particular moment to thank each and every one of you. And on behalf of Living Effectively and the ministers that God has given us, who have been a blessing unto us, we want to thank you and to each, each and every one of you in advance. Happy Thanksgiving. So that is to say, next Saturday, we are not going to have the living effectively. We want each and every one of us to enjoy together the family. For those who are traveling, we ask that God may grant you journey masses, be safe out there, celebrate, enjoy the turkey, and we will see you on the 4th. Hallelujah. So are we going? Do we have anything else we need to put out? I know we have some of the people be traveling to Virginia. Let's pray for them. They're in a mission to go and minister. So let's keep each other in prayer. And if we don't have anything else or any prayer that is required, we shall all share together goodness and and mercy. Remember, we'll be meeting on the 4th, that That Saturday, Saturday, all together as a family. family, and we'll continue together. And surely, goodness
1: yes, and Christ, Christ, all, of Christ, all of the of and we Christ, shall dwell in house house of the
3: heaven, Lord forever, forever, forever and ever. Amen.
2: Amen. amen and amen. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord cause his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. Shalom, mm-hmm. peace, and life to you all. And always remember that Jesus is Lord over your life. Enjoy yourself and happy Thanksgiving in Adverse. God bless you.
4: Amen. God bless you. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Yeah.
2: Thank you. God yeah. bless you, sir. That was awesome. That was awesome.
4: Thank you, Mtumishi. Appreciate that. We'll
2: post the message. We'll make sure once oh, we God. get the PowerPoint, we'll post them in living effectively. Each and every one of us will have an opportunity to go through it again. Baraka tele. That was powerful. God bless you. Thank you. Amen.
3: Thank
2: you. Amen.